When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The BSC will protect the kids, but who will protect the BSC? This week on the podcast, Ann M. Martin's The Babysitter's Club Super Mystery Number One, Babysitter's Haunted House. Hi, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp and genre fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. And I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we are discussing Ann M. Martin's Babysitter's Club, Super Mystery, number one, The Babysitter's Haunted House. We are joined by co-host of Treks in the City, our sister podcast on Forever Dog Network. Comedian, actor, athlete, Alice Wetterland. Hello. Thanks for having me today in studio. Talking about this important work. Oh, in studio. Oh, yes. We wanted to bring you um, because of your extensive uh, research that you've done. Yes. you know, um, I am a, a historian. Um, mm-hmm. I specialize in like New England mm-hmm. folkloric history. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also am the only person I think on the West Coast who's capable of throwing a uh, softball knuckleball, which is not a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, prestigious. Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy wow, to be here really today. Qualified. I know you guys have the hard knock questions. Is that Extra a term? Qualified. No. Yeah. Yes. Um, sure. Hard knock. Hard knock questions. Those hard knock cur- questions hard that knock you get at the orphanage. Questions. Those gotcha questions. <laughs> this is a gotcha podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we subscribe to the gotcha media. You guys are the Rachel Maddow of YA fiction. Yes. Mm, often mind. called that. Often. We talked about a book that I honestly was shocked at a lot of things Parts. happening in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we get into it just yet, you love Babysitter's Club, right? Yes, actually. Yes. That's I, why we chose this That was for my, you. my shit growing mm-hmm. up. I, wore, I read it all in like fourth grade, fifth grade. And uh, then by the time I got to sixth grade, I made one friend. Cool. <laughs> my first. Oh, congrats. And you're like, now I'm going to have my very own babysitter's club. <laughs> I have, um, like, I had, none of my friends read Babysitter's Club. They were all, like, reading, like, Dostoevsky and shit. Like, they were all normal. And <laughs> super I was norm- like, super I like. normal nine-year-olds. Yeah. Um, and I was like, so I met one girl named Elizabeth in my uh, grade who she was in my homeroom and she read Babysitter's Club and we like immediately bonded over it because at this point in sixth grade, like we were past the point of like knowing, like being like super fans. We just knew how dumb it was, Mm -hmm. but Uh we still read, it was like we were ironically reading it and discussing it together. Like this podcast. (laughs) And uh, honestly, like that's why I was so excited to do this. I was like, I actually kind of did this in the sixth grade with this. And it's weird to think that a sixth grader can already have an be ironic ironically discussing. But yeah. now that I read it, I'm like, yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I read a lot of them. I didn't get to the I read like all the super specials and stuff. And like Mallory wanted to be a blonde. I remember that. <laughs> 
One of my, oh my favorite storylines ever that I that is sticks in my head is when Claudia had an art show, and <laughs> subject matter for her art was like cr- crinkled up like like uh, candy wrappers. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Because she loved junk food. Because she loved junk she food, loved and junk she food. would just paint junk food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the paintings, the way they described them, like sounded like Jeff Koons artwork. Yeah. Like it was like, oh no, that's actually like really amazing. And yeah. If, and yeah. it was like really realistically painted. And I was like, that would be stunning if you yeah. like went into <laughs> a gallery in Stony stunning. Brook, Connecticut, and you're like, an, a 13 year old made these. Yeah. My God, like well, get her to the Gagosian immediately. Something we learn in this book is that. Claudia is very mature. She is. She <laughs> she tele, she telegraphs people are drawn an to older that. look mm-hmm. to sometimes inappropriately like aged, dangerously so. Yeah. In fact, I worry for Claudia <laughs> yeah. greatly. Yeah, I was greatly. worried for Claudia this entire book. Indeed. <laughs> um, so I'll just do a very brief rundown of the plot so that our listeners are lost. Full disclosure: I only yes. read to page um, two. I, you know, I, I did, I did. I read to page two, and then I got too scared. <laughs> You're so, like, but there might be ghosts. Spooky. I read seventy five percent of it, and then I read at the end to see what exactly had happened and what the mystery was, this, so that I wouldn't like be, you know, not surprised and spoiled. Um, but I am spoiled. <laughs> um, I'm a regular Christie. No, does she have brothers and sisters? Oh my god, yeah, the whole family. When okay. people talk about their families. So many- and like the various family trees and stuff, I tune out when it's somebody I care about. So like no, yeah. them going into like who's it's related to who and it's, the blended families, I'm like I don't give a flying it's fuck to excess. Yeah. yeah, no, a lot of it I was just like not paying attention. Yeah, Stony Brook needs the number one thing they need is a Planned Parenthood. There's yes. so many fucking there are kids, too many that they need if a they club, need a whole club to have of children that is to run watch the children by the way ragged. Oh mm-hmm. God! With appointments, like they yeah. have no time. It's a full-on nanny service run by ten-year-olds who the are strain. just stressed. Yeah, <laughs> like they are too many kids. I was freaking the fuck out. I was confused because I was like, I felt like thirteen. Right, that's the older girls. They're mm-hmm. thirteen. Uh huh. It's still very young. Still very young. Very young. Yeah. Like when they were like, oh, her older sister was 16. I was like, shouldn't she be the one babysitting? Like I was confused. Still really young. Because they're like, oh, I have experience caring for babies. I was like, I'm sorry. Is it because you were recently one? Yeah. Because I remember being being a baby. (laughs) Because I still have my baby memories. That's how young I am. I still have all my fucking baby teeth. (laughs) But like maybe, I mean, these were written in the 80s, right? So This was written in 90 fucking five. Well, in 95, like people, yeah, things, it was a different time. Like children, you know, they hadn't passed the same child labor laws. Right. So working Um, them ragged to the bone. Kentucky slavery was still legal. Mm. It still is today, though. So that hasn't changed. Um, So... I was 13 in 1995. So you really? could have been in the babysitter's club. I could have been in this fucking club. I just almost like, reached for my soundboard. My hair turning gray, <laughs> wrinkles, <laughs> just like crying <laughs> from stress. Yeah. yeah. You're a regular Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. So I was like confused because I was like, they they all seem too young. Yeah. Um, I But also all the stuff about the blended families and then like, I mean, you'll get into it, but mm-hmm. like the the task that they have to do, mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, they, I feel yeah. like at any given moment they are each babysitting five children at yeah, once, or none. 
Yeah. It's always like five, five or, or none. Like I'm like, yeah. there is no way that they're not going to lose somebody. Like I, <laughs> I would not be surprised if at the end, like, and then Craig came back <laughs> from like, the forest where he wandered off. Uh, it reminded me of this thing that, um, I don't know if you guys know about this show called kid nation. It's like a of it. yeah. short lived reality show that was about kids having to make a town and like, yeah, and it was supposed to be like make your it was like dream America. Yeah, kids. yeah like kids were starting a new like ta- Lord of the Flies, new town. Ta- yeah, like Lord of the Flies, but kids. It was like kids had to start a little farm and like a little community way. and like a, they had to oh educate themselves and like. And it was always the premise was always like we have to prove that kids can do this. You know, like uh, if it's all at stake. Like if we don't prove that kid, we won't win the challenge. And it's like nobody needs literally the one thing you need to not do is this as kids. I okay. Yes, so, this is like, not a thing you're expected whole, no. to do. No one has asked that from Stop you. Stop stressing out. We have to prove <laughs> to who. It's one of my least favorite tropes slash genres. Uh, so is when in TV shows or movies when it's like the kids are taking control <laughs> and then like all the kids cause mass chaos and then the parent yeah. like the adults are just like idiots and then yes. there's a lot of like dog reactions of like <laughs> yeah. and then the kids yeah. are like yeah a and, lot like, of dog then reactions there's like food fights and I'm like I just don't need it like I yeah. think maybe I'm that makes me old but like I think I hate yeah. them well, like, it's, like, weird when they do that because it's, like, they'll make a movie for kids where kids take over. Mm-hmm. And then they make a movie for parents where, like, the parents are, like, yeah. like this is 40 or whatever where the kids are, like, walking into a room and being, like, I have a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so what yeah. is this image of kids that we're presenting? Like, which is it, Hollywood? Yeah. Decide. Yeah. Are yeah. kids super... Commit. Are kids, do they save the day or do they take away your freedom? Which is it's, it? You know what? I need to know. <laughs> History is written by the victor. <laughs> so we'll see. That's so, whoever's writing it. That's who wins. I guess it's probably kids because of kids. the kids at the of aging Florida out. children. Oh, is yeah. that a reference to the Florida project? Mm, sure. Oh, okay. No, I, <laughs> I was, was like, like, cause the, I haven't seen that yet. I forgot All the I name of the you school. Said Florida children. Um, I forgot the name oh, of the Parkland. Oh, the Parkland kids. Oh, yeah. The, I wanted to say Molten yes. Brown, which is the line of... <laughs> So, <laughs> the Molten Brown School. The Molten yeah. Brown, like their skincare soap products that are at fancy hotels. Um, yeah, I'm no. too elitist for these Parkland children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to hand it over to them for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's tell get us into what it. happened in this um, book, Lindsay. Well, a number of things. <laughs> uh, so I I wrote a little bit to get into it, and then I'm just gonna kind of freewheel it, bare bones of the plot, just so our listeners aren't lost. So it's summer, and four members of the Babysitter's Club are heading to the small town of Reese, Maine. There's Take Charge Christy, Shy Marianne, Uh Fashionista Claudia, Uh and California Girl Dawn. Okay. And something you should know is that Marianne and Dawn are stepsisters. Oh, they, it's so, super important to nothing. Super yeah, they, important for how much they, they will not shut up about it. it. But (laughs) two pages every Babysitter's Club book, as soon as Dawn got in the picture, is devoted to the fact that they're stepsisters. <laughs> but like, um, she never just wishes that Dawn would just live there forever, but Dawn misses California's and I mean, Dawn goes back and forth. Yeah, and Dawn's like, very bi-coastal, and she, Marianne cannot. She's an intercontinental just, woman. She and Marianne can't, can't even with yeah. it. Because well, Marianne even with it. is yeah. so shy. I hate Marianne. I hate, 
I mean, we'll get to her, but I hated Jill the most. I wanted oh Jill God. to fucking die. Jill is insane. Jill, I was super worried the, about Jill. Jill was like, like I'm still worried about no, Jill. No, like they need to talk about Jill. Yeah, the parents the need to sit down mystery. and talk about Jill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the super Jill's like, mystery. You could join the swim team too, and everybody should have at that moment been like, wait, why does Jill think that I live about... here? She's not. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. She's way too no, old to think. Why that... is she not understanding? Yeah. simple sentences, simple <laughs> concepts. She's really living in another realm of reality. Yeah. She's that, just that so fucking clingy. Is I want to dress however Dawn dressed. She's like single white female in Dawn. Yeah. No, she is. And cool. Dawn's she is. reaction it, the whole time, Dawn's like, <laughs> there's a couple lines where Dawn's like, of course. Yeah. And then it's no, like, whoa. And everyone's like, Jill. It's she, like, you've known her for two days. Don't accept this behavior super, already. And she, uh, but not just accepting, like sort of rolling her eyes about it. Yeah, she's like, like oh, okay. of course. And then everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. guys, we need to worry. Yep. It's worrisome. So uh, they are there to help three kids from Boston, mm-hmm. sorry, four kids from Boston settle in so that they want to live in the Reynolds mansion, which their family just inherited. There's actor Lionel, who's 14, so they Hated don't him. really have to babysit him. <laughs> I really didn't. We'll get into it. My opinion on Lionel. I turned around on him later, but I hated him yes. at many points. He's an iconic gay. Iconic. Oh. Mm-hmm. He wears yeah. white linen pants. He wears linen pants. He's... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. I love Lionel. Um, there is baseball player Jason, who's just very sullen. Most of the time. Oh, actually, no. I hated Jason. Jason is the one I, I hate. hate. I hate Toxic Jason. masculinity Jason. Yeah. I the, hated like, him. You're pretty good for a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all we do is girl stuff here. Oh, I hate Ooh, these girls. Right. Yeah. I didn't like Jason. And Jason was never redeemed. No, he um, wasn't. He was horrible the And whole then time. there's super shy Martha. Mm-hmm. Oh, Martha. I think so it's boring. like seven. And Snooze. then, and Jason is what, like eight? I don't know. I did yeah, not care that's about the thing. Is he ten? No one knows after, how old anybody when is. When you're not thirteen, oh, I think he's like, you're under thirteen, I think he's and that's like 11. I, yeah. I think he's what? like ten Jason? or eleven. Jason yeah. and Lionel's like sixteen. Lionel's fourteen. Okay, Lionel's right. so Lionel's so fourteen. 14. So it's like fourteen. God, all the girls are nightmare. thirteen. I think Jason is either ten or eleven, which means okay. he. I th- think maybe eleven, which means he's barely younger than. Quick the aside: girls. When I was mm-hmm. thirteen years old, I was fully dating an eleven-year-old. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, dating by dating, I mean two weeks, right, of my yeah. day camp. But Tyler nice. like, Giorgio over so here. So it's like, Christ- yeah. yeah, so like Christy, and they could have easily hooked yeah. up if it was me. They could have. Yeah, they um, could have. Christy could have had a much more fun summer if and if yeah. Jason weren't being such a little bitch about it he really could have gotten some tail that summer thank you uh, but he was too busy just yeah. being a turd a turd total turd total turd and then lastly we have don obsessed stalker jill wait who is nine did you mention so. my absolute favorite person in the whole book yeah yet? Ooh. um is it gardner giorgio no it's karen who the fuck is no, Karen? No, I was going to get to Karen. You hadn't got to Karen. Oh. Because that, got, cause those Chris, are the actual okay. siblings that they're there oh, right, right, to try right, to right, help right. acclimate. Who the fuck is Karen? Wait. So along for the ride, in addition to these siblings, oh, oh God. are oh, right. Christy's step-siblings, okay. Karen, who is seven, and Soup's precocious. Oh, right, 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 right. Overly right. precocious. She's the twin, right? To Andrew? Not twins. Oh. No, she's just older. Why do I think people are twins and they're not twins? There are twins. There they're are just twins. elsewhere. They're just not here today. <laughs> they're elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Karen is like of children. seven. I, hate I think Karen is seven and Martha is seven. And yes. and they tell Karen that it's her job to help Martha make friends and read. No, so no one tells her. Was, no one tells Karen. No one ever Karen. explains to her. All right. We will get no commentary. 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 Okay. Not yet. Not yet. 
So Karen is there as well as her younger brother, Andrew, who I think is like five. I hope he's less than that. Like, this is going to be a similar. Says, I don't know. Yeah, no, this is going to be similar to when we read dumb. One Evil Summer when I didn't know how old the three-year-old was. I and I was like, do we need to talk yeah. about Mary? Uh, What's there's, going a, on? there's a character yeah. who is three who Kelly thought may have been an adult and that they were writing <laughs> like, bizarrely. Going on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it turned out she was three. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, he's either like four or five. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and yeah, he's really into frogs. Yeah, and I'm so, like, like Lady Gaga when it comes to kid ages. Did you see this? There's this video of Lady Gaga with a boy at her concert, and he comes on stage and he's like playing piano mm -hmm. or something and they're singing together and he, she's like oh my god you're so cute are you like six and he's like I'm 11 <laughs> and she's like oh, like I don't know kid <laughs> oh my god she's, no fucking clue I'm 11 <laughs> you're insane <laughs> she's like I make my money on it <laughs> um so they are there as well and they're okay. there because and, and this like gets very nebulous and confusing mm -hmm. is it's like why are they there? Right. Is is her? Yeah. It's because Seth. Her, I think step is Seth related to Christy in some way. Who's Seth? Seth is a guy who, at the very beginning, they he's said one of the dads. Right. He he's good at construction, or oh, at right. least, or at least, to quote Don, he thinks he is. I'm just kidding. What if Don had some shade? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. Um, or it, <laughs> it's part of his self image. Uh, <laughs> no, he's good at construction, so he's coming with right to, to show them where they can build their oh, vegetable stand. Right. So it's, it's like a Seth whole sim and Lisa city. Are there? I guess. Yeah, his they're wife friends. Is no, the all the adults thing. are friends. So they are having a fucking key party all weekend. That's what they're doing. <laughs> sure. They are for sure. They're Question. like, oh yeah, I'm helping with the uh -huh. construction. I'm I like, can't that... take care of my kids while I advise for two minutes on a construction yeah. site. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No So they are also there. So Andrew and Karen's parents are there. Yeah. And they bring Christy along too because she's now their sibling. Um, oh yeah, and Seth and Lisa aren't Christie's parent. Mm -hmm. They're no. anyway. So, so they're all there. It's a big old mix. Yeah. Um. And then there are Mister and Mrs. Cooper, mm -hmm. a the like caretakers of the house. Yeah. Mrs. Cooper can't speak. No. She has some sort of laryngitis. Yeah. Perpetual thing. laryngitis. Some sort of. Which I was yeah. like, that's not. I was like, that's real. Not. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So. They're all there to investigate that. But when they're there, they start hearing woo noises in the hallway. Mm -hmm. They see some flickering lights about. They see a lady in a white dress walking across the widow's walk, mm -hmm. which is a thing on top of the mansion where, like, you could walk to see the boats out at sea yeah. or something. And I have a quote from Karen about what a widow's walk is. Oh, good. Um, Perfect. <clears throat> then so how come fun. it's not called the widow's walk, Karen asked. Before I could answer, Karen came up with the answer herself. This is Marianne talking. Oh, I know, she said, because sometimes that, sometimes the boat sank and the husband drowned in the sea and no one knew yet. So the woman walking up there was a widow, but she did not know it yet. That is sad. <laughs> and then Marianne, I have to just say this. She goes, I told you Karen, Karen was precocious. <coughs> nope. No, you didn't. Karen is autistic. Like, that is not... The way precocious Karen sounds. When Karen, no, talk, Karen like, doesn't Karen use contractions, bleak. she's like, "You cannot do this. It's we cannot a, go. Uh, that's we not a do precocious not do. thing." I'm like, "That's not precocious." That's an android. Yeah, you. A child oh, I, would be can't or I totally read that as precocious. Where she's really? going, we cannot go. Like she's oh, she's being very I like, like who that says, haughty tone. She's like, we 
couldn't she would possibly. say that's sad, I feel like. So yeah. the woman walking up there was a widow, but she did not know it yet. That is sad. Like, that's definitely yeah. an android. That's yeah. a robot. That's data. <laughs> Here's yeah. how I read it is, that is sad. Oh. oh like, super, like, shade room. Okay, yeah. That like, is like, wow. Fire. Yeah, that that is to me sad. is, like, Karen's default setting. is like, oh. so the woman walking up there was a widow, smart. but she did not know it yet. Ugh. Oh my God, she's sad. That is sad. That is sad. sad. Oh my God, she's so great. That's how she sounds in my head. She's Mm. the best. Because, yeah, I kind of love Karen because she's insane. (laughs) She's a go getter. Um, She is a go getter. If Marianne would let Karen live for one second, anyway, go on. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all there. Some hauntings are happening. They're investigating that. Cut to back in. Stony Brook, right? Oh, I almost God. said Storybrook. I almost Back thought you were going to say Sunnybrook. This is like, by the way, D plot. I got C. could not Z give plot. a shit about the fucking eleven year old. It is boring. I do not care. It is not. It's like fucking Swan's Way over here. We have to like 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 scoop through all the different various like backstories of like Logan at the Red Rose Cafe or whatever. It's like who gives a flying and like I'm sorry, Jesse and Mallory, you're adorable. I have never been interested in your plots. Mm -mm. Never. Never. The problem is they're too young. They're too young. They're too young. young. I didn't care when I was ten. I only wanted to read about the bigger girls. Yeah, you want to read about people that are older than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you're eleven, you want to read like stuff with magic. Yeah. Right? You don't want to read about uh, other Listen. eleven-year-olds doing like spreadsheets. <laughs> I know. So no, crazy. yeah, they have their like, like fucking this chore pyramid. Machine is broken. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. So, so, all right, we'll get to that. So, the answering machine. So back in Stony Brook, Jesse and Mallory, who are their junior officers, are trying to like man the babysitters' club meetings while they're away. Mm-hmm. Take all the jobs. We've got them. We've got Shannon, who is Logan's sister. We've got Logan, who is Marianne's boyfriend. And that's it. And they are having to field they are doing the all of Stony Brook's yeah. like, babysitting jobs. <laughs> They're doing too much. They're flipping their it is, shit. It is triage It's not time. going well. Yeah. Yes. They no, really it's really bad. Just rushing to the immediate need. Like, <laughs> like call, the phone is ringing off the hook. There are too many messages. And then they accidentally turn the message machine off and they're not getting the messages and so then they're getting more calls and, and they have to call people back and they're blah, so blah, fucking blah. embarrassing there's i so hate them calls. also there's an am there's something like an ambulance fundraiser oh god they're like they're, yes. but the ambulance fundraiser like, what's to an buy ambulance? a new ambulance for stony it sounds Brooke. like the parents what? are all doing another key party in stony Brook, yeah, and they're no. like we have to take the kids uh to a mm, we need the babysitter because you know the uh, ambu- ambulance Fun ambulance fundraiser. So like that's crazy. That's not a thing at all. It's yeah. so fucking fake. And they're so desperate because they're like, <laughs> I want to fuck everybody in this town. I know. We gotta get and these they, kids and out they of here. keep having illeg- illegitimate kids because of that. Yeah. Like and nobody then, has needed. There so there's just more kids to watch. Yes. So many kids. And Mallory is flipping her shit about it because she goes down to where Logan works, the like, yeah, Rosebud Cafe. I don't know what it's called. Oh, and it she's like, rough. you have to take this fucking babysitting <laughs> job because I said you would do it. And then I forgot to tell you. And he's like, I said I would take a double shift at the restaurant because apparently 13 year olds are also being employed <laughs> in the restaurant. Also, like, yeah. what's happening? He read to me as like 19. Oh, no question. And like, 
He is. I was a he read to full me attractive. Yeah, I was like, dang. I was like, he's the man I need in my life right now. I was like, he's so responsible. He's so responsible. And he so fixes attractive. the issue. And he's like, ugh. Writing these letters to, to Marianne. Oh, he's God. like, you know, Marianne, ugh, honestly, you have some goofy friends, but I love you, girl. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he's like, look, I'm juggling my job down at the Rosebud Cafe, and I'm also taking care he's of like, kids. But it's all I'm for you, baby. Kids. He's like, babe, every time I look at these kids, I think of our future children. <laughs> And she's like, oh my God, my 19 year old boyfriend. Oh, wait, that's fucking Giorgio. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get, get to Giorgio. Mm. So just know that there's like, oh, but so Mallory runs down there and she's like, if they can't buy another ambulance, it's your fault. Oh, yeah, she's like, blood is on your hands. Out. She's tearing up baguettes. Oh, while she I'm does sorry. This. Don't touch the bread. What is she doing? <laughs> yeah. So what funny. is she doing? All right, so there's this weird like Z plot with Jesse and Mallory <laughs> back in Stony yeah, Brook. Yeah, horrible. So back in Reese, all the babysitters are trying to figure out the mystery of this wooing and the candles and blah, blah, blah. And they meet a a fellow named Giorgio. Giorgio Tono. Giorgio Tono or Trono. 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 Turns out to be about 19. He's what, like a sophomore in, in college? college? Yeah. Okay. And he thinks <sighs> Claudia's 16. He takes a shine to Claudia. He thinks she's 16 at first. And she doesn't correct him. She doesn't him. correct him. And it's like, okay, still, though. Still. Still. Definitely and still, also, though. also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You Don't can't. apologize for what you're about to say. You, a 13-year-old looks 13. Yeah. A 13-year-old no looks fucking no 13. Way. There's, like, no. And even if she's 16. No. Sorry. Well. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Just so, don't, also, why would you want to date somebody who's there for two weeks? He wants summer. He wants summer loving. Yeah, but like two because weeks is like he not wrong. is an emotionally disabled. Yeah, I guess young so. man. Yeah, who, with like, a lot of problems. He grew who, up with his grandparents in mm-hmm. a weird shed. Maybe yeah. something happened to him. Yeah, maybe. But um, as far as everything else that Giorgio does, this is what I didn't understand. Like Giorgio just like walks into his like he's like, hey, this sixteen year old hottie. Maybe we'll hold hands by the beach or whatever. And then he proceeds to try to befriend Claudia and he's totally normal about it. But like once or <laughs> twice he like tells her not to go to the attic and she's like, he gives me the fucking creeps. And it's like he didn't yeah. do anything besides say, don't go in the attic. And then oh. one at one point she decides he's stealing. Oh, yeah. She that decides very- that. Well, she's 13. Well, also, she's okay. stupid and 13. Here's what I didn't like that she- like the message of the book. Because like every time he smiles, she's like, I can't tell if he's like dangerous yeah. or cute. This is and a I was like classic, yeah, classic Ugh. trope and mistake of mm-hmm. these kinds of books that we read on this podcast was, which is that you are trying to create red herrings, but you create them to the point where they become unacceptable when it turns out that they're not the villain. Right? If he's not the like the they ghost have person, made him right. too suspicious and too horrible for right. him to be a good person by the end of the book so there's Giorgio we'll get into him more he's a possible suspect for like what's for interesting the is they truly don't think it's a ghost like they're all kind of scared but they're like we're gonna get to the bottom of this we are very yeah. like practical girls who run a business yeah because um, they were like oh there's candle wax on the floor and the ghost that we thought was holding mm-hmm. a candle. So um, ghosts don't use real candles, so it's not a ghost. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's a weird like, wow. logic. Well, Dawn logic. points out at, at a certain point, she's like, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So And they're like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> they're, I know. 
they're a, really listening to each other. I feel yeah. they're like, hmm, excellent point. I will write it down in our book of evidence that we <laughs> oh are my keeping. God. They're really we are insane. Did you? I will, guys, I will say that there is a certain point at which, in my, I would say probably around this age when I was like thirteen, I would do a lot of journaling, and I had yeah. like a bunch of different books. I had a book that I kept with my friend at school. Mm-hmm. We would write different, like we have different like file. There was a paragraph. There was like different sections for different types of entries or something like that so i yeah. get it like the, mm-hmm. the meticulous sort of like there's a record draw. keeping you love school supplies stickers yeah exactly yeah stuff like that yeah so they are yes keeping meticulous records of their and investigations they, into and then this they're also content. trying to juggle while they're doing that Things they're like we can't kids. keep getting distracted by this maybe crime mm-hmm. we have to remember that our main job here is to facilitate <laughs> the uh like getting these the acclimation kids, ma- of the, the acclimation of these children to a yeah. place they're not even moving to, we don't know yet. Like they're not even definitely moving there. They're just and they're, only some of them are moving are, there. Yeah, right? it, no, 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 they're all moving there. Well, but like even, not Andrew and Karen, yeah, Andrew right. and Karen, yeah. But like they're they're just testing out that they're just like vacationing in the town to see. They have so it's like they're weirdly upon themselves to like in case you want to move here, yeah. we're gonna make sure that your children will yeah. be. With you 100 fucking percent. Which we are is, the babysitter's club. We get shit done. We're 13. We are fully licensed therapists. It's like so weird yeah. that they try to do they this thing that's like really re- not their job behavior. at all. Like yeah. totally fine to not have them act. They don't need to be involved it. in this. At all. They don't need, uh, th- Half of like, the things <laughs> they're doing they don't need to be doing. Two thirds of the things they're yeah. doing, the parents did not ask them to do. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then they, a lot of times they're like, "Well, gosh, we were supposed to be getting the kids acclimated to this new town, and we're totally failing." Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "No one's saying. No, no one's one saying asked. That. That yeah. No one. No one wants you to they're do like, that." Like, yeah, Christy is like, "Girls, we have to get our shit together. I do not care <laughs> if there are murderers. I don't care if there's a ghost. I do not give two fucking shits. Because get your heads in the game. Because Martha has, a, has one friend, yes. and that friend is in Boston. We have to quickly replace that friend in the next ten days. Yeah, That's we have crazy. Ten days to make that them doesn't love make Reese sense. May. She still has to go back to Boston to like I don't know get her stuff. Like maybe that is, just calm yeah. down. No, she's never going to speak <laughs> to like anyone so in Boston crazy. again. Um, <laughs> We have to we have to create Lionel's whole theatrical career. Oh um, yeah. So, so they're trying to find interest for all the kids based on their likes <laughs> in the town and like is it Giorgio? Is it these housekeepers? Blah blah blah. They're doing investigations at the local historical society. Oh yeah. Um and then oh there's a lady Who's also been looking into the history of the mm-hmm. house? And she has a Who has heavy an accent. accent, which for some reason she doesn't say what kind of accent. For some reason, Marianne doesn't ask. Because Marianne's a fucking idiot. Marianne is down there at the historical <laughs> society looking at fucking <laughs> blueprints <laughs> of that mansion to try to figure out <laughs> where these voices could be coming. Okay. From. So, uh, 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 parents are she, like, like, where's Marianne? <laughs> like, Oh, she's uh, she's <laughs> looking at some blueprints. Oh, she went down to the historical society to get some blueprints. Checking out and they're blueprint. like, hmm, we should look into that. Um, oh, but there's so mm, much hash in the fuck room. So I guess I we'll go back. Imagine. I was going to point out when we were talking about Georgia before, um, one reason that the red herring um, 
tr- like trope uh, set up by Anne Martin didn't work is because she never decides whether or not like he's yeah. bad or good. Like Truly he doesn't. doesn't. Descri- she doesn't describe him at all. Like it's like so. This is the first time we see Giorgio, and this is um, I think maybe Dawn. Yeah, like talking about him. Um, so he walks up and goes. He has a, 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 this is his description. Here's what the stranger looked like. One of those brooding teenage rebel loners. <laughs> a sinister one. A sinister one, she says. Okay. With his black t-shirt, black jeans, and those sunglasses. She, they're mirrored sunglasses. But it wasn't the clothes that made him seem sinister as much as his looks. Okay, what? what? I read that as a racist I'm thing. I'm super sorry. What yeah. the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Italian. I was like, oh, is she being like, she's super he's Aryan. Like, Um, he had straight black hair, heavy eyebrows and a crooked smile. Nobody thinks that's sinister. No, that's not a sinister. That's just like, well, you better have a scar across his face. Claudia, here's what you're finding sinister that you can't quite put into words. Oh, Don. Hi, he said when he reached us. Oh, okay. That's fine. His intense sexual longing for your friend, Claudia. (laughs) That's right. You're picking up on something. Like that he's a pedophile. Yeah, probably <gasps> what she's not understanding is that she's outright seeing yeah. an erection in his pants. Well, do you know what I was imagining she's him like, to look hmm. like because of the recent events, which is very sad. Yeah. Which recent event? The guy from Glee that oh. was a pedophile. Which one? Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I forgot. Well, he just recently killed himself because like he was outed as a pedophile <sighs> and like was sentenced yeah, to lots of porn. lots of years for That's having. Us kitty porn poor thing but I mean, so it's very i mean it's like fucked up but like it's sad everybody everybody's sad yeah everyone's sad okay it's very sad i was picturing him to look like oh him. you were yeah so to me he looked like a like 35 year old man that makes yeah a lot but of again sense. you know if she seems sophisticated in a 16 and whatever you never know i mean i don't know like i'm not totally like yeah. against giorgio i don't think he's necessarily a predator i just thought that like the whole time he was just like maybe trying to like kick it to a 16 year old and he's three years older which yeah i guess if you're 19 you don't really want to be hanging out with a 16 year old like they just started driving it is and you're in college yeah that's true but it happens it in the does 50s. happen no, I know. I know who it <laughs> Did is. Just pull up the guy. It's just a picture of Georgia. He said, "Oh, I didn't." Yeah, Georgia. He is forty. And here he is next to Claudia. Um, <laughs> but here's another p- descriptor. I work here. He said, "Just as I was thinking, I'd wish he'd take off his sunglasses so I could see his eyes." He did. They were dark brown and alight with interest. Or was that an evil glint? The yeah. guy was really hard to read. Maybe because Anne M. Martin has not described him properly. Like it <laughs> yeah. wasn't hard to the guy is hard to read. I like when they write things like, Man, get this guy away from me. Like, <laughs> it's so funny the way they speak. Claudia says like she wants him gone. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, only sticking around. Too bad him he's because an evil thief. He's a suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Because like his grandparents tell her a story about how like the the most recent um, guy who owned the mansion, Mr. Reynolds, mm-hmm. who they worked for, like on his deathbed, said something along the lines of, take care of my treasure mm-hmm. yeah, in the attic or something. Mm-hmm. And Claudia hears the this. The new like, system. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> it's like got central air. 10K yeah. to just install the thing. Yeah. Just it's alone. my treasure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Claudia in her little 13-year-old brain goes treasure 
that's what Giorgio's after. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why he doesn't want us going in the attic. Yeah, but that's, that's so many stealer. leaps and bounds. Yeah. yeah, he's like, no, there's like cobwebs up there. Like, he's be, like, no, I'm fearful. Like, there's like rusty nails safety. and like Shit maybe not insured. Yeah, rabies. I'm 19. I know too much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 19. I know these things because I'm an adult. <laughs> um, so th- she's she keeps thinking like, oh, he won't leave my side. <laughs> Yeah. Or like I'm scared. Also, is it because of so the yeah, ghost, or is really it because this 19 yeah. year old no, won't okay. get away from me? I don't know if you got <laughs> to this great. part yet in the book, but so then he starts like insinuating <clears throat> himself, like just like watching her from the window while he's gardening in the yard, and then um, he figures out a way. Here, <laughs> I was so disturbed by this part. I'm not sure if I'll find it right away, but it's like they're going into town, and oh yeah. And they're all they're all going to the library to research things about the town. And Claudia is headed there with them with the full intention to read stuff at the library. Right. And Giorgio comes by mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, hey, what are you up to? And Claudia doesn't want to tell him where she's going because she <laughs> thinks he will follow her. Yeah. There's like some parts where she's like, I don't. Like, yeah, it's very like she gets it the feels vibe like mm-hmm. like a molestation thing is going to happen. And so so it's like shitty because you're telling girls that like if they get a weird feeling about a guy, don't worry, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's that. So Probably or like not when a he like murder takes her to the shed and the whole time she's like, That's what am I going to die? I know the part so with the axe. Like, yeah. Like, it's insane. So she's like, oh, I don't want to tell him because then I think he'll follow me because he keeps yeah. following me around. Um, and so she's like, oh, I'm going with everyone else. And he's like, oh, I just wanted, because you're a great sense of style. I just wanted to get your input on, oh my like, God, the, the arrangement of oh. the yeah. roses in the garden. Could you help me like out with like color or whatever? And she's like, okay, well, yes, I'll go with him I for that. that. Yes. I better keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. It's like what you were just like, I don't want him to yes, follow me. I know. And now you are isolating yourself from your friends. She does that a lot. Yeah. And it's just going to be the two of She's them. She's like, even though he gave me the creeps, I decided to go with him. It's yeah. like, yeah. no, like, don't yeah. tell She's young like, women that. Yeah. I'm really not getting a good vibe from him. My instincts So I knew I had to follow him to, to the shed. Ignored. Like her, like her stomach is like literally hurting when she like sees him just like staring at her through the window. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh God, how did he get over here? He can see me from the window. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, hi. And, and she's like, like, oh, hi. I better be extra friendly because he might be the suspect yes your logic is wrong claudia and then she keeps saying to her friends do you guys think he's too old for me and everyone no one responds they're like um and then nothing (laughs) she says it like seven times like it even says like claudia kept saying to her friends do you think he's too old for me and they all just kept being like i think he has a crush on you like that's not an answer. Oh my god! Yeah, I did not see this. Yeah, yeah. layers it's towards the end. So it's, it's like just, yeah. so it's, dense, and there's so much going super on. Weird. There's too many stories. And also, did you guys have trouble reading like the cursive at the beginning of the chapters? Because I did. Yes, oh, I was like at trouble. the gym, and I was like trying to read. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, here we go. And yeah. then the Damn first one Condal. is by Claudia, oh, and I did not remember. She doesn't have a good spelling. Yeah. That she couldn't spell. And I was just like, oh, is this how it's always going to be? Like, everybody can't spell? And it, was, it made it harder to read. Because I was like, what is this word? Half the time I didn't even get it. So yeah, I just skipped just, a lot. Yeah, I skipped around a bit. Um, and then I started just blanket skipping any um, Stony Brook Oh, entries. the kids. The oh, little kids. Oh, God. So boring. Let's take turns being acting president, Mal said. You go first and I'll be secretary. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
where's the so damn. I um there another thing that happens is that Lionel so one of their ways to get Lionel interested in being um in this town forever <laughs> <laughs> for all eternity is that he wants to be an actor which I guess he's like a total ham. He's like always walking around doing voices and stuff. And they're like, ugh, his so-called theater routines. And you're yeah. like, well, no, actually it is one. He's just doing, and, uh, he's and just doing like a big yeah, he's, funny he's, yeah. with just an doing, He's trying to do bits and they're like, and you nobody, and your yeah. so-called stuff. <laughs> it was just and like reminding me. We don't have senses of humor. Yeah. We don't have the time. No, yeah. they don't we have time. Because we literally have a thousand children in Nangaram. <laughs> But it's so nice, weird that Lionel. they take it upon themselves not only to uh, acclimate the children that are their charges, but the other ones that are just around. Yeah. Too. It's like, oh, we can't forget about Lionel, the guy that's older than us. Oh, like, I know. This is yeah. not your job. No. But so Lionel's an actor, and so they find out there's going to be a play, and it's Dracula, and <laughs> <laughs> and and so they're like, okay, we got to take Lionel to the play. It's like obvious that he needs to go there, and one of the reasons that they decide to take him to the play is that um, Dawn recognizes the name of one of the actors that's in the play. She says, but this actor, the one who plays Count Dracula, is famous. Not like a leading, leading man, but his name's always in the newspapers in L.A. <laughs> For one thing or another. For one thing or another. So, so I wrote, like, <laughs> He's oh, a B-list actor whose names are in the papers? Maybe don't introduce him yeah. to a 14-year-old boy. Like, no. That's, not... that's a guy who's getting some DUIs yeah, and then needs to go think... do summer stock not in Maine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. The last person <laughs> that gotta, you want. He's got to take cover. Uh, sounds like a lesser Baldwin that you definitely <laughs> don't want around uh, your 14-year-old buddy. Also, <laughs> if you think about it, the thing that they do to get all the kids to enjoy Reese is they find them jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> they That's all true. make them work too. So Lionel See? gets a job at the theater as like an usher or something. <laughs> Jill yeah. and Martha get on the swim team and Jill and is Andrew's like, little I'm hands a are great at sewing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, and Andrew loves them loves frogs, so he has to start a and boat. He's a so pest they control. Get a god. Boat. Oh my god. Another mystery. Why is Andrew so obsessed with frogs? Oh, and Jason is on a baseball team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and Fuck they Jason. make Lionel. Be they make Lionel the be the coach of the, of the baseball game, and oh they tell him God. it'll just be a role you're playing. Uh-huh. And he's like, "That makes sense." <laughs> that like, was the saddest. No that was like the so saddest moment of the book because he was like, he was like, "I guess that's right." Acting. It'll be the role of a lifetime because of how long I have to keep it. Because up. it'll literally be a lifetime <laughs> that I have to do it, and I'm not getting paid. That's right. Always pretend, Lionel. So, Life is pretend. He's like a coach in his fifties, and he's like, hmm. They're all fooled. He sits in front of like a makeup mirror before he goes. He's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. He's like here's your backstory, Lionel. You used to be in the majors, but then you hurt your knee. You took to drink. And then you got fat and you couldn't play anymore. Now you got to walk with that kind of body. Remember, Lionel, don't drop it. You have to walk with that type of body for a lifetime. Um I have so many screenshots of Giorgio shit. Why? Because it's insane. Oh, screenshots are a good idea. I didn't do that. I tried to like highlight stuff in my uh, Kindle. Oh, also with my Lionel is if by that logic, if they're like, think of it as a role, they could have just as soon as they got there been like, hey, Lionel, you ever think about 
acting like you want to live here. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the thing the that first time we also didn't uh, oh mention uh, <laughs> that they decide to have a really fun, fancy party. Yeah. Oh yeah. At a certain oh, yeah, point, and this is supposed party. to be just like I guess color. Well, they're trying to come up with fun stuff for the kids. They do nothing but try to come up with activities. I'm sorry, but that yeah. that party sounded just just a real snooze. <laughs> like, if I was eight, sure, but like there are some holes you're getting. So they're first they're like they all have them come in, and they're wearing like their parents' clothes. Uh huh. And they're all like, "Wow, everyone looks so elegant." I was like, "I <laughs> guarantee you, impossibly that elegant. No one looks elegant. Like everyone looks awful." The things that that they go, the lengths Only that, that Claudia looks Anne good M ever. goes to to describe Claudia's outfits, though, are like soups creepy. Um, so there, I, I oh, highlighted yeah, a thing at the very beginning. Um, they're talk. She's talking about. Okay, this is her first outfit that Anne Claudia's describes. Very in right now. The though. rest of us were ordinary yeah. shirts and. Uh, for traveling, but not Claude. I, this is probably Dawn describing, or no, Marianne. She had on a bright, <laughs> she had on a pair of bright blue lycra biker shorts, a black lacy tank top, a man's white dress shirt, baggy purple and white check socks, red high tops, and a pair of big gold hoop earrings with a brightly colored wooden parrot perched on each hoop. Okay. She was carrying <laughs> this humongous bright yellow plastic beach bag stuffed with junk food for the trip. Okay, when they got to that part, I was like, oh, she's crazy. She looks yeah. like an insane person. A bag lady. She looks like a creepy... Yeah, but like it, she like, goes to such great lengths to describe the outfits, and they're just sort of like... It just, I don't know, it weirds me out how much A&M gets into like... She's like, and, and her and, and only lousy. Her. Yeah, like, and only Claudia. She like, loves to dress Claudia. I see kids wearing this. She's like, she wore a lacy skirt and a high-hipped leotard right, right. for the party. It's always leotards. Also, they, um, they I started- I was always so confused when I would read Claudia's clothes descriptions as a 10-year-old. I was like, why, why is she wearing this? Yeah, like, the why? physics are weird. Now I understand. I think it actually it. probably influenced the way I dressed a little bit. I think it's very I'm in sure. right now. I think it look probably looks I cool. I get it now. I'm like, oh, I can picture that. But as a kid, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. The earring? Yeah. yeah. What? I don't get it. Like, what? as a kid, the kid age that yeah. is reading this, they're like nine. So it's like, like very confused. It's She goes to these long descriptions. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good because it did influence my style. <laughs> but I was fa- very bullied. There's a little bit of Claudia in all <laughs> <clears throat> um, At the party, they start with an appetizer of <laughs> fancy bite-sized pizza. Yeah, that's so oh, good. Yeah. Like, they're eating fucking bagel bites in here. I thought it was going to be legit fancy, and then it got to that part, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then they have green salad, roasted chicken, green mashed potatoes. salad. What does that even that mean? mean? I don't know what that Elegant means. dessert, ice cream with caramel sauce, and cookies. Oh, God. And then the Mr. Menders makes a toast. That's God. so weird. Ew. Like, he so shouldn't much be for at this party. Facilitating our key parties. Ew, yeah. I really appreciate He's it. He's like, listen, my dick it's has so been tired. nonstop <laughs> wet this whole time. It's so tired. That's why we're taking a break. Uh, <laughs> um, so, oh, my gosh. They're investigating. Then there's like a plan to like be in the fucking founders parade or something yeah they're gonna make a float they're all gonna make a float claudia's gonna make a float, the float apparently plans. she's 
always gets them involved in parades. Which is really weird. Very weird. No, how many weird. parades does a person see in their life? I, exactly. I've seen like two. And yeah. like I don't I've never I've been in one parade. And that's a lot for a human being. I was going to say, yeah. like you're just not lot. in parades a lot in your life. That's Except not a thing. I Claudia, don't know that Claudia's I ever been have in like 25 parades. Well, it's a very small New England town. They what have is Celebrate festivals. America Day? Is that July 4th? I'm guessing it's, yeah, just a 4th of July weekend thing. Because um, that's, that's meanwhile happening over in Stony Brook. And that's when oh, the Jesse and Mallory have And also, together. who fucking cares? And they're cares? watching 50 kids at the time. So how are they going to pull it together from ages 2 to 10? What do 2-year-olds and 10-year-olds have in common? Oh, man, they're going to have a time figuring that one out. <laughs> wheels. BSC <laughs> on wheels. So BSC on wheels. So I get it. BSC club on wheels. So we know all about the parades. Mm -hmm. But the weird thing is, Claudia never really nails down what the parade is going to be. The float is going to be. She's like, maybe it's frogs. And then like two (laughs) seconds later, she's like, it's historical. Yeah. And we're gonna. She's like, and then she's like, we should go out into the historical society to get some ideas for the float. It's like, why don't you know what this is about to be yet? Just have a theme. It's like also, one of those kid things where it's like, and it's Family Guy. And you're she's like, in yeah. the blue sky period. She's <laughs> really. Also, like, didn't you guys feel like she had no place having a float in that parade? Absolutely. She shouldn't Ab- live there. Absolutely not. not the float? Who no, the fuck This is my question these? with both parades. And we know yeah. that the hostility towards the summer people is yes. really high. Uh, yeah. Wildfire at this yeah. time of year. Like, so. For both parades, you can't just go, yeah, I want to be in your parade. <laughs> Yeah, I love the I idea that they go to the parade and all the people in the town throw re- like, like rotten tomatoes. vegetables at the summer <laughs> yeah. people like, floats. Nobody asked you. Fuck you, summer people. Not locals You're just only. gonna leave. All, all the other locals floats are just like deep references that <laughs> people can't get. <laughs> it's like memories of 1992 <laughs> fall. <laughs> Remember that time old Mr. Anderson oh tripped and bumped his knee? This float looks like it's swollen knee. <laughs> Yay. Huh? <laughs> well, I guess Giorgio makes a float every year too, so it's like really oh, yeah, important. His, his oh, because that's how truck. she learns that he's uh, forty-seven. Because uh-huh. she's like, he's like, oh yeah, I, uh, I drive the float around in my we pickup. And she's like, and then she's like, is he sixteen plus or eighteen plus? And I was like, first Why of all, what is that phrase? What is that phrase? <laughs> well, she's she's like, it's not a phrase. What what is the driving age in this area? Is it sixteen? So. Like it's either sixteen or eighteen in her mind. Yeah. So instead, she goes, "Is he sixteen plus, eighteen plus?" Yeah. And then he's like, huh, "Surprise! I'm in college." Yeah, because <laughs> then he says something about his co- about his campus being on campus next year. Yeah, he's like, "I'll be the laughing stock campus." And when I read that, I I texted still- Kelly. I was like, "He's in college." Yeah, yeah. Because we, I Community texted college. you. Yeah, because I was wanting to commiserate with somebody, and I was like. Oh, yeah. Claudia, Claudia and Giorgio sick face. Yeah, and then you were you were like, I haven't read it, and I was like, yeah. I feel, I feel so, so alone. alone. I can't believe it. And I was just thinking about them. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm looking. I've been looking for this package. This package. This passage the entire time because right before they go to see the play, I don't. I'm like, I feel like the play just happens and they never talk about it. There's this part when Claudia talks about going to the play. <laughs> No, that's where he gets his creepiest. And there's, yeah, because oh. he like won't leave them alone. Yeah, yeah. I, so I highlighted. Wednesday was oh, our night off. We had big plans: pizza and the summer stock. Okay, did you play hallway ghost two nights in a row? They figured out the first ghost and the second ghost were both Lionel. Uh, the third pizza place. Then Giorgio shows up, and then 
she notices Marianne's eyes growing round with fright about the fourth floor not being safe. Oh, See, this starts Marianne. to get insane. Okay, this is starts to get the point where they, they do this a lot. She, she says after this, and I mm-hmm. quote, going to the play was scary beyond words. Is this Marianne yeah. fucking talking? This is no, Claudia. This is Claudia. Claudia. Well, I didn't right know who to be more that, afraid of said, in that darkened theater. No! Count Dracula no. on the stage or no. Giorgio off the stage. See, there is a fear element. What the fuck? He was sitting next to me. That's what comes right after that. And There's what a lot came of really right weird parentheses work in this was, yeah. There's a lot of like, hey, listen. Was when she says <laughs> they're looking suspiciously at Giorgio. Claudia then says, they were probably thinking what I was thinking. Get me, Get away, me away from, from this, this guy. guy. <laughs> Which, and then a little bit later, <laughs> I was in a hyper state too. Hyper freaked out by the dark moonless night. Lionel's nonstop imitation of yeah. Count Dracula and Giorgio, who insisted on walking beside me all the way home. God. It sucks it's like, because oh it's like, God. I think that post me too, it's like, I think that she thought, oh, this is just a red herring. You know, it's yeah. fine. But it's like, actually, no, you can't make an older man figure in this like person's life. Or teen. Yeah, maybe a little bit less, but still. I yeah. mean, it's still like. Still like, what? Don't why are no these alarm answer. bells yeah. going off in your head? Don't well, make she that. she never says no because she thinks she's super sleuthing yeah. her way by being around him all the she time. She doesn't Crazy. even think to tell him it's back so off. so bizarre. It's very bizarre. Uh, there's another parenthetical um, that I found is interesting earlier on. And they do this a lot with Lionel. So Lionel is like nonstop staying doing voices all the time. That's his like big deal. Yeah, constantly. And they um, describe it. <laughs> they start describing his voices in the in the very beginning. Um, hold on, let me find the little piece here. I did some highlighting. I did some notes. They're mixed in. <laughs> Look, I can't exactly. Um so oh shit i lost it there it is uh i am an actor my dear boy lionel said please be precise and then they in the book you're not reading it that way you're reading i am an actor dear boy lionel said please be precise and then in parentheses at the end of that sentence it goes now he was impersonating a rich english gentleman why in parentheses after? So you yeah. can't read it with the so voice. So you have to stop and read it again. <laughs> so dumb. Like they why? kept doing she that. Does it's like, over and then and he was talking again. like this. And then he was talking like the parentheticals after some of the sentences where it's like, quick aside, I should I, I should say, tell you here's yeah. what happened during that, but afterwards. Yeah. And also I could just be saying it not in parentheses and in the uh-huh. place when it happened. There's it's like a, she went through afterwards and described it. Man. They talk like that a lot though throughout the whole book about everything it's almost I highlighted it's so bizarre i highlighted a passage right at the beginning in chapter three when they're like getting ready it was like right after what you read about um like claudia claudia's uh outfit for (laughs) going over there and everything at a quarter to ten sharon in parentheses who's don's mother and my stepmother (laughs) <laughs> dropped us off at the Engels house. We hugged her goodbye. In parentheses, we said goodbye to my dad earlier. And blah, blah, I was like, I don't need to yeah, know that. Not, I wasn't like concerned about whether no. you said goodbye to your dad. I'm skimming here, but I don't think they actually said goodbye to the dad. So <laughs> I'm just going to go back a couple pages back. and make sure. You know what? I keep uh, rereading this page. Because and if, yet, I, if I, if I, if I have it right, dad's it. sitting at home I, worried. Okay. I mean, he's frozen Does with fright. You know you're leaving His is all I want to know. His voice is shaking on the phone. That's Everybody's always okay. having a shaking voice. What if no, he trembling reports voice. or is missing? I don't know. <laughs> it's just like so boring. Um, 
there's I just found it interesting. And after now rereading this in your guys's presence, the whole thing with Claudia being like, I was frozen with fright. Like, <laughs> I thought that was funny in the first place. But now it's like, oh, that's actually kind of problematic. But they do talk about it several times. <laughs> they like talk, talk about some really creepy shit. And like and they don't I don't know. There's just the one passage where like Dawn, it's one of the cursive ones where Dawn's like, oh, also, I found out that I'm scared of small places. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Now our biggest and toughest job is to identify the villains or ghosts in the Menders's new home. By the time we leave Reese, this mystery underlined must be solved. <laughs> OK, otherwise we can't leave the children here. I learned something about myself today. I hate being trapped in small, dark spaces. <laughs> what? What if an adult Dawn? found this book, they'd be like, mm, no, no more trips. <laughs> oh, weird. So basically, like the. OK, so they're like something about myself. Who the heck is doing all the ghosty sounds and all the ghosty mm-hmm. whatevers? Then they're like, Ugh. oh, so th- speaking of. So Dawn, they all discover Marianne discovers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's fucking dumb, dumb waiters waiter. in this house. So. They're like, oh, let's go look in it. They go look in it. There's like a little thing at the bottom. And Dawn's like, I'm going to go in there. So she like jumps in. And then the fucking like servant people come in. And they're like, oh, hello. And the kids are like, oh. And they close, they close the thing on Dawn. Well, Dawn says to do it. She's yeah. like, do it, do it, do it. Quick, like, quick, quick, quick. You can get me afterwards. And they're like, okay, go with God. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait, let me. You. And that's another thing where it's like going against your instincts where she's like, I really didn't want to do this, but I did it. And it's like, yeah. hey, maybe everything about these books is kids going, well, I, everything in my body told me not to go with this stranger, but I did because <laughs> I had to. Out fine. And everything was fine. Like, no. So, um, it's yeah. Well, so then Dawn like finds this thing. She's like, oh, it's a tape recorder. Yeah, it's a yep. tape recorder. Yeah. And then so uh, and and then the the... They're like without listening to it. Yep, they're yeah. like this is great. I, I bet. bet, I bet that somebody recorded themselves going ooh on it. But they it. never and listened that's to That's what we've been hearing. Why? What? Why would that Why be what you've been somebody hearing? Somebody just make been the going sound because <laughs> yeah. it would be like it's the exact same scream. Do you think every time they can't operate it remotely? Yeah. yeah. So why? What? Wait. So you think these motherfuckers are just dropping that thing, like playing it and then dropping it in the fucking and then, dumbwaiter? And then like. Hmm. Are you telling me you can't tell the difference between a live voice going woo and a tape recording and a tape going recorder. woo? Tape recorder. This isn't no. like some fancy speaker. I mean, no. they didn't, didn't say Magnolia. They didn't say Blaupunkt. You know, they didn't say yeah. what kind it was. <laughs> so I trust that that's a fancy kind. <laughs> it's not. It's like a Stupcar stereo oh, okay. brand okay. that like, Mag- like MacGruber has in his is. car. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking it out. MacGruber reference. Uh, love MacGruber. <laughs> so okay, then Dawn is like trapped She's in, in there. there, yeah. And she hears the servants come in, and she hears like a lady's voice, <laughs> and she's like, "Holy fuck." It's Margaret. Margaret. She can talk. Also, she has an accent, but I can't really place it. She didn't say accent there. She didn't say accent. She remembers later. They forgot. This is the part where they're the dumbest. Yeah. Yeah. Is that when Marianne goes to the historical society, like we said, like the woman goes, oh, someone else was very interested in this house, too. She had an accent. Marianne doesn't ask what kind. The woman doesn't say then they go to the the founders. Well, they Day also established thing. with Lionel doing accents that they don't know which accents are whatever. Like yeah, Lionel was that, doing that a bunch of accents. Yes. 
Yeah, Claudia yeah. D- can't either. Claudia, Claudia was is like the worst. Claudia was like, worst I thought the Scottish was Australian, so <laughs> yeah. they they're so, bad. So they establish they, their lack of worldly knowledge. They go to even the like, Founders Day, if yeah. that even is what it is. I honestly don't yeah, remember if I'm like even that. getting that right. They they're go to the shouldn't be welcome thing. at any of it. No, or some kind of carnival. It's like locals only day. <laughs> yeah, and they, they go. go to a locals only carnival and are just following any woman around who has an accent, any kind of an accent. Dude, I was so tuned out at this point. Well, doesn't Andrew describe it? Yeah, Yeah. Andrew describes it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? First, I was like, I don't want to read a fucking chapter from Andrew. No, I'm not about to. I was so surprised when it was Andrew. I was like, wait, what? I wish they'd written it from the perspective of like a four-year-old or whatever. And it was like, do you know what goes poopy? Butts go poopy. And then it's just like stuff like that. Like sometimes I'm scared. Where it happens when you die. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know. Oh, that ride's really big. Where's that ride's really big. Everybody I, I know like has a boy. lot of money. And nobody I know has no money. But I know there are people in the world who have no money. And that's because they have poopy butts. Butts, 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 butts. And that's that like the is end of sad. The that is sad. <laughs> I would love that. I'm trying to But find... instead, it's just a very boring, confusing chapter. Yeah. I also forgot. I don't want to have to confusing. unpack this shit. I, when he was like, we were looking for Mary Poppins. Like, we were following people who sound like Mary Poppins. And I was like, I was why like, are they looking what the for fuck Mary is Poppins? happening? I did not know what was happening. And then later, we get another chapter, which is like, let me explain to you what you just read. And I was like, I just wasted so much time <laughs> I know. reading this stupid chapter. Because that was like Anna Martin's goofy ass way to try to tell us that they were following people yeah it's super weird that she like really enjoys shifting perspectives all the time from like you know like it's like super complicated novel writing to be like shifting perspectives yeah now someone else has got yeah is the first person but it's also like so lazy (laughs) because the people that do the storytelling are just children and then they don't like and it's not even written funny like a child's writing it's written like (laughs) Like just real, like a like a child could understand this. Yeah, it's like written Which so that I a four year old could understand. I will say I very much enjoyed Karen's chapter. Oh, Karen's chapter is amazing. We got to go to Karen's best. chapter because it is. Well, I'll just say real quick for all of them being obsessed. All right, all right. No, we can't drop this. We can't drop what we were talking about because they're following around anyone with an accent. They still don't know what accent it was. Don hears Margaret talk, Mrs. Cooper the caretaker and she's like oh shit bitch can speak i gotta tell everyone Mm -hmm. and then it isn't even until later when she's like oh wait she had an accent yeah and then they're like we better figure out which accent it was and i'm like girls you've got it already yeah you've figured it out you don't you don't have to figure out to try to figure out she's lying about not being able to talk so So there's something trick Lionel into saying the sentence Don heard in a bunch of different accents as though he's doing an acting exercise. They're also, like, oh, we want to play guess the good. accent. Of yeah. course not. Although, I don't know. I bet he's pretty devoted to his craft. Oh, he's amazing. You know, that's yeah. true. Yeah. He probably buys those accent of a lifetime. tapes um, and then just listens to them all he's over the, He's a genius and he's unrecognized mm-hmm. and it really bothers me because everybody's just like, ugh, get him to play ball. Well, now oh, he'll yeah, actually that's a, I felt so bad stage. for him when he had to do that. He's got a small part in our in town. In our town. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge start book. for him. You know, a lot of people got yeah. their start in Reese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tons of people. Breeding ground. Him, yeah. That B-list actor from yeah, California. Guy. Yeah. Um, oh, for all of them being like obsessed with taking care of their charges... When I went back to that ridiculous, like, we said goodbye to my dad earlier passage. 
It continues with, a van was parked in the driveway. Seth had rented it so he could drive eight of us to Maine. Extra expenses such as this were one of the reasons we weren't getting paid for sitting. No, yeah, yeah. They was were unacceptable. not even being paid. I had forgotten about that. This is child labor. Well, it's all expenses paid trip. Yeah, when the mom was like, "Oh, well, we, the four of you can come, and we'll pay you for your room and board." And I mean, for that. classic New England rich people shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. total classic. But I mean, then, this is exactly what they would do. They'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, um, we won't pay you, and then you can all come." And, and it's like, okay, um, yeah, so absolutely. you're getting more hands. And then they're like, "Oh, but we'll have all these fancy dinners, such as pizza bites." <laughs> like, yeah. bitch, you went to Costco, such as, for example, pizza shit. bites, ice cream, and cookies. Cheap ass, and they're trading Lionel to their take. They're taking the kids to things they have to pay for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, their whole thing is like, you got to get a job, and it's like, I guess I know why. Yeah. Yeah. Because because par- your your cheap ass Republican parents so Republican. All they're doing is fucking each other. That's all <laughs> they're they not fucking working. <laughs> um. Takes so the a lot Karen of money to chapter. buy all those drugs for the orgy. It's true. Uh. Okay, so I'm just going to read a little bit of the Karen chapter because it's key. Uh, Reese is a small town, but there are lots of kids around. There were tons of them at the beach and some at the library. I made a promise to myself. (laughs) By the end of Monday, Martha Menders would have three new friends, and they would all be nice. (laughs) (laughs) And then Marianne does nothing but get in this fucking awesome woman's way. All... All Karen wants to do is help shy, stupid, snooze button Martha <laughs> get three nice friends. I'm sorry. This person is selfless. She's a hard worker. That's an amazing goal. She's got a goal. sparkling yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. And she uses it to her advantage every She's single day. fearless. She looks up to her big sister, Christy, who is the coach of the Crushers. <laughs> the Crushers. Christy's crushers. I was actually really mad when, um, so Christy's like, I need to take Jason out to play softball in the field and then um uh karen tries to go mm-hmm. and she's like no only jason and i was like this, what so kind of fucking sensitive. bullshit is this yeah and the whole time he's like oh i just want to do boy stuff and all the girls just want to do girl stuff and i was like a stop with the gender role shit b yeah like it the fact that your sister wants to play them yeah. makes it not a boy thing girl thing yeah. like you fucking idiot! Really I know. Catering. It's to honestly Karen is the bullshit. only one in this entire story who like, m- like I'm rooting for at this point. At the end of that chapter, she gets into a fight with Martha. They kick sand at each other, and then they do the classic girl thing where that you have to kick sand at each other if you mm-hmm. become friends. And uh, and then this is the end paragraph. Martha followed me to the softball field. Jason looked pretty disappointed to see us. Christy did too. Here we go. Ugh. This girl is fucking epic. But sometimes you have to ignore what people think and do what you know is right for your friends. Those other boys were stupid. They did not ask any of us to play ball with them, even when they saw me play, which shows you how much they know about softball. Not much. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> fucking yeah, Karen no, rules. Because Karen is dope at softball. Karen yeah. every single day at yes. all day. She rules so much. Mm-hmm. Everybody should just be. Karen could solve that mystery in a second. She'd be like, yeah. well, who's got an accent? Ah, maybe it's the Coopers. Yeah. If, th- if they had told Karen about any yeah. of this, she yeah. would have been. Did you guys even yeah. think 
about Mr. and Mrs. She'd Cooper. She'd be like, she was pretty fucking weird that she never talks. Talk. Yeah, Why what? are we asking her about that? If you had given me this task, I would have made it my life. I would have yeah. made it my life. I would have solved it in a day. I would in have sent day. Marianne to the Historical Society because she's doing the most trying to keep me from my best friend, Martha. <laughs> and I love how she's like, she calls out Martha at some point because Martha's talking about her friend in Boston. She's like, I thought I was her best friend. Oh, well, yeah, she's I like, like, she's away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I want to read the whole Karen saga. <laughs> yeah. Karen is the best. But it's great. So they do find out after like way too long. They're like, oh my God, it's the Coopers. And the evidence that they find is a <laughs> list that they find. Uh, I th- Who is the person talking here? I think this is, it's someone with Dawn. And they break into the Coopers room mm. and they find a list that says, 10-step plan for <laughs> when company insane. leaves. One, <laughs> poison ivy oil on inside of Lionel's and Mrs. Mender's clothes. Two, get Giorgio fired for fooling around with Sitter. The I was fucking like, yes. Cooper see yes. it. They yes. see it. They see, it. They see it. that it's inappropriate. Three, plumbing breakdown. Four, disappearance of Jason's baseball glove and any replacements. Five, small electrical fire in Martha's bedroom. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. So first of all, and they're they, like, wait, there's only five. Can you even imagine what's coming? I, I would love to imagine fire? that they here's what they did. They hired a local 13 year old like uh, super sleuth criminal. to <laughs> local criminal that's also 13 to plan yeah. this list out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what we'll do. It's like, here's your list. Look, Where's when my you money? <laughs> disappear this baseball glove. I want you to understand something. <laughs> You're going to have to look for any and all replacements, all right? Because this kid's rich. He's not coming up here with one mitt. He's coming up here with two, three, maybe four, all right? They went on eBay. They've got a bunch of baseball stuff. Disappear at all. I don't care. Maybe you go. it goes in the small electrical fire if it's small, if it's big. I love that the kid's like, uh, what's the next step after a disappearance of a baseball glove? A fire. <laughs> I know. Uh, they really ran out Just of Just a little one. Make yeah, sure Martha isn't fire. there or I, don't make sure Martha isn't there. Not my business. And just like off She's of probably the... too shy to escape a fire. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm scared. What if I don't want to like talk me? to the firefighters. So I don't want to go out there. Um, Just like off of our hypothesis that like Anna Martin doesn't know that you can like backspace. <laughs> she like writes <laughs> 10 step plan for when company leaves yes. and then only does five. And then is like, um, the other half of the list is missing. And it's like, you can just say five. Like <laughs> or fire is enough. It's not even missing. They're like, I guess they hadn't even finished it yet. Just like, just like oh. what? She's like, I write a lot from my own experience. Well, they, I, to, to plant the idea that there's more foreboding things coming. Yeah. Oh, right? God. Like, What's like, worse weird. than a fire? Oh, God. I love it. That they're just sitting around like five. Okay, we've got five. How many do we have? I said we have five. <laughs> Ugh, how how many right. did we say we were going to have? We ten. ten. We said we'd have ten. We and we've been working on it for two weeks. We have five. I can't. Can I'm we too just tired? We'll go, I know I'm, it's hard to work at home and you get distracted. Go to the coffee dress shop. Party, Elton. I know. I know they want to have a fancy dress party. <sighs> how much longer am I going to have Look, to pretend I Margaret, can't talk? How many of these have we done? <laughs> Everybody who comes here wants to have a fancy dress party. Get some pizza bites. Call it a day. Oh. It's not hard. <laughs> God, if I didn't love you so much. The guy who's getting his dick wet will do a toast. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> All these fucking New England key party parents. <laughs> so predictable. They're the worst. <laughs> Too bad there's no dog there to have a reaction face. Oh, I know. 
<laughs> and then there's like what the dog like batting at its nose for the yeah. like oh geez Ooh, I can't see I this I can't believe this shit's going on <laughs> like, it's like uh, like super you humans are doing the most <laughs> it pans from like a like it really intensely like erotic key party and then the dog is covering its eyes it's like oh my reaction god to an speaking orgy. of eroticism um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever read any erotic fiction but mm-hmm. the way that it's written is exactly the style of Anna Martin's writing. Yes. To the point yes. where I was like kind yes. of getting going because I was like <laughs> reading it and I was like, uh, this sounds just like the boring shit that you get on the way to like the, the action portion where oh, you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. where you're like, where scrolling, you're like scrolling, scrolling, she was scrolling. wearing this and this and this. And you're like, oh, I don't care about their yeah. relationship prior to the what they're about to fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have any like actual young listeners, <laughs> but probably no. Should. no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Good. No. Or actually... There is a woman out there, God bless her, who <laughs> has recommended to her ninth grade English class that they listen to our podcast mm. as an example well, of graders. the kind of commentary. By that the you time can you're in ninth grade, you should book. be reading erotic fiction. Absolutely. I feel yeah, like. absolutely. So, I hope well, you found way better runs. than whatever you're gonna get yes. on YouTube that, read. I was very happy that that was happening. Yeah, um, but we are reading Fifty Shades of Grey right now for one of our Patreon mm-hmm. episodes. <laughs> And it is uh, it's very, very much like it's so boring. It's so it boring. It is really so boring. like it's just all these filler, filler, details, filler, 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 fuck. And then yeah. like sex that I also don't care about. Yeah, the sex because it has to be a certain amount of blank, like mm-hmm. not. Yeah. 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 Very boring. Well, because there's no investment in these characters, too. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like I don't care about any of them. So that's so a little like, peek into I that care. Patreon episode. Is, yeah. As I said on Twitter, it is aggressively boring. It's so boring. <laughs> um... And then, okay, so then the kids, oh, God. So the kids decide, well, we have to tell the parents. Finally. So they tell the parents. Finally, they're like, here is the evidence we have been looking for. Case closed. And the parents, their response is to laugh and say, we knew we were hiring babysitters. We didn't know you we were hiring detectives. Yeah. And I was like, that's your reaction right the now? The fact that this has gone on under your nose. And then one of the dads is like, I mean, we hoped. there was a part of us that hoped i mean you you always hope that your babysitter is going to be a detective but not all of them are no and that's the risk that you take hiring a babysitter you know maybe also isn't a super sleuth that's why we came to the best thank you babysitters club babysitter that's right bsc bsc only they had one customer for life if then they had they had one in reese well well you know what i think that they may get one started that's right Oh shit! Because, because of fucking Jill. That's how they Here's finally the thing. get Jill off of Don's fucking back. I yeah. particular. I really hated Jill in particular because it brought me back to a memory I didn't know I had, which is <laughs> when I was like thirteen. Yeah, I must have been like thirteen. Uh, these like family friends came over, and there was this like little girl that just like glommed onto me mm-hmm. to a point where she made me be in the bathroom with her when she took a shit. Uh, and I was like, I and her parents this. let that happen. They were like, Oh my god, she loves you. And I was like, uh, Let me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is clear that like America That's treats so its thirteen-year-old <laughs> girls horribly. Or like, they let yes. them be hit on by nineteen-year-olds yeah. and they work them to the yeah. bone. <laughs> work them. Then they think not that- once do they say to Jill, 
you have to like distance yourself from Don <laughs> a little bit. Not once. They're trying to both with both Karen and Don or um Jill, while Karen is a hero. Yeah. No one ever even says to her, Yeah, Karen, Martha's a little shy and she may not want to they're approach just trying to new trick people, people in yeah. the same way. Yeah, they're like they trying to like use subterfuge. They're always trying to distract. And then with Jill, they never say, Jill, Dawn is not going to be living with you in your house. Yeah, they do say that. <laughs> At the end of this book. Dawn that- is not going to join the swim team with you and that you expect that is troubling. The part where we are introduced to Jill is supposed to be heartwarming and I wanted to fucking throw up. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, she had her hair in a ponytail before, but then she saw Dawn. She saw she saw Dawn and now her hair is down and parted in the middle, like, just like Dawn. Loose waves. And I was like, <laughs> we need to we need to kill this girl. This girl needs to be gone. Like yeah. she's a menace. <laughs> a menace. She's a menace. Like I oh I also didn't like how it was just Dawn. Like I feel like if yeah. it was real, like she'd be obsessed with all of the girls yeah. or like a, a few of them. It wouldn't just be only Dawn. Like like when I was that age, like I'd be like, ooh, there'd be a gaggle of girls. Like, I'd be like, they're older all girls. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be in the like, group. I want someone to set her aside and be like, hey, why Dawn? Like, why is it just Dawn? Like, <laughs> yeah. why aren't you obsessed? Just because you're both blonde. It's weird. Um, it is weird. It's like she's your dolly. Yeah. The, there it's is so a point bizarre. where Marianne tries to tell Karen off. And she tries to get Karen to stop <laughs> being so extra. And she goes, Karen, she I think you should let Martha meet people in her, in her own way, Marianne said. <laughs> Karen, I do not think Marianne Spear was the best person to give me advice <laughs> yeah. about how to help Martha meet people. <laughs> After all, next to Martha, Marianne is the shyest person I know. <laughs> I fucking love you, Karen. I also loved when she, she is giving me so much shade about. I would buy a ninety-nine cent audiobook yes, of you reading Karen's just chapter. Karen. Now, my stepsister Christy is not shy. That is one of the things I love about her. And Christy knows how to take action and make things happen. So I was glad when we saw Christy walking towards us on Main Street. It's like she's got to be like, thank fucking god, I'm so sick of being around Marianne and her fucking little yes, her little shy. Sidekick, sidekick, bullshit. Toward the beginning of the book is when they're still in the van driving there, and Marianne is telling them all of the like history of every oh, single God, she's local so fucking boring. town they pass. Yeah. But the thing is, I was like, "Geez, Marianne, don't do that." Yeah. But then uh, she looks around and she realizes no one is listening to her, <laughs> and she says. I was staring out the window and feeling bad about boring everyone to death. <laughs> when Seth asked, Marianne, where should we stop for a picnic? And I was like, uh, thank God. <laughs> thank you for asking me that. <laughs> I like the, emo- the moment of like deep silence in the van. It's like so tense because she's like, everybody wants her to stop talking for many miles and she yes. hasn't. And so Seth's like, oh God. Um, hey, kiddo, do you think maybe in your guidebook somewhere? He's like, please don't talk for a while. <laughs> Uh, and she it's so weird and awkward that she knows it that she's yeah. being so yeah. annoying and it's, it's so sad oh, it's such it's, a bummer yeah poor Marianne I, I don't like also I that Marianne's Marianne like I get I don't like that Marianne is like I get why Martha's I get that Martha's shy I'm shy too so I get it and it's like she's encouraging Martha's weird awkward introvertedness and it bothered me because I'm like you don't know why 
Yeah, you don't know why. Martha's shy. Like, she's at you an age. You can't assume anything. You can't assume anything. And she just kind of feels like, yeah, I'm going to encourage her shyness or whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, you should full bolster, like, the confidence of an introvert by telling them there's other stuff for them to do. But, like, so what if Karen is around her trying to get her to be friends? It's not like Martha's going to die. <laughs> she makes <laughs> If you she gets in Karen a fight, task. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that somebody was part said, of your brilliant BSC yeah. nonsense. So like, <sighs> stop. I don't know. Like, stop trying to get in the way. Well, I loved when she was like, "What?" So Karen's, Karen's like, "Oh, good. We're at the fucking ice cream shop or wherever the fuck we are, the <laughs> drugstore or something." And she's like, "Oh, good. There's a friend for her. She yeah. looks like boring and lonely too." Oh. So <laughs> she, I got, I got to pull up. I got to pull up. The whole chapter oh. the whole Karen chapter here's the is good great. luck part a girl my age and Martha's walked into the store with her mother the girl looked familiar to me then I remembered why I ran to her and I said hi I saw you two on the beach yesterday you had a red tubey bathing suit with butterflies <laughs> oh was all the girl replied then she looked at the floor her I love that this just keeps happening to Karen and she's just like I don't care her mother said we were at the beach yesterday but I don't remember that Amber played with you <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get away from us. She goes, we did not officially meet, I admitted, but I noticed her and I thought that girl would like to meet my friend Martha, Martha Menders, who just moved to Reese. Martha is loads of fun. So here she is, Martha Menders. I turned to the cast register where Marianne and Martha had been standing. They were gone. I love that. And then this fucking bitch goes, I think your friends left. Oh, I can't believe the Amber mom didn't like that. that about. Like, if I, was, if I saw this kid, I'd be like, you are tr- a national treasure. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Somebody YouTube this girl immediately. And then even if you don't think that, even if you're like, who the fuck is this little girl? If if the little girl then goes, here she is, Martha Menders. And then no one is there. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you go like. Hey, I'm sure she's real fun. Did you come here with yeah. someone? Yeah. She's, Instead, she's just like, you find she's six. She, yeah. she, she's, she's six tiny. year old. What are you I doing? I think your friends left, you little cunt. <laughs> don't ever talk to my Let daughter me guess. again. Summer person. Why don't you get the fuck out of my face and out of my town? <laughs> and don't even try to join our baseball team. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's so weird. It was very weird. Um, but uh, they solve the mystery. The police say that the Coopers are gone, but then they see, they think they see Martha at the yeah. carnival. The whole day at the carnival, Claudia is hanging out with fucking Giorgio. Oh my God. He makes her ride on the Ferris wheel with her. Oh he holds God. her hand. He tells her that he has feelings for her. She's keeps saying to her friends, do you think he's too old for me? They just keep laughing and not responding. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and she's like, oh, I just remember when Don had that disastrous relationship with that older boy, Trevor, mm-hmm. and he was trying to make her into the girlfriend that he wanted instead of letting her be herself. That didn't end well. And he was much younger than Giorgio. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on and then with she's these like, girls? But Giorgio is really nice to me. And I was like, what is happening? These and- parents need to stop smashing their body parts together yeah. and pay attention yeah. to what's happening to their or children. Or maybe, I don't know, tell Giorgio that you're not, that you're a literal child before yeah. he tells you that he has feelings for you. So this guy is not super. I mean, like. Because, like, imagine what happens to Giorgio. 
well, when he gets Claudia's letter okay, so at he, the end. So he writes her a letter and he's like, I have so many feelings for you. Yeah. I think we should totally date. You How? should come to homecoming. I feel like That'd I've known amazing. you for forever. He's yeah. like, no, it's only been 10 days. Yeah. You should drive out to, to my college for homecoming because you're definitely 16, right? And then she writes back and she's like, um, About that. I, I really like you, <laughs> but um, I'm 13 uh, and we should wait until six years isn't such a big of a difference. And then he doesn't respond. Yeah, of course <laughs> Cause of not. Because like, of course he's like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. It's insanity. Maybe I should move out of this town. Yeah, he and says, I have to leave some Reese. other people. <laughs> I have to leave Reese immediately. <laughs> he says, I'm counting on seeing you on homecoming weekend. We'll have a terrific time. There's a rock concert, a clam bake on the beach, and of course a big dance. But October's so far away. Let's find a way to be together before that. And I like, want to die. What is happening? Oh my god! <laughs> he wrote that to a thirteen-year-old. She responds, "Lolita." He sounds like a child, and she sounds like a grown woman in her response because she says, "Dear Giorgio, thanks a lot for your great letter. I miss seeing you every day. I have something important to tell you. I'm thirteen years old." <laughs> <laughs> When you guessed I was 16, I didn't tell you the truth. I'm sorry. I know you said you have friends all different ages, but six years is just too big a difference between us. For Ew, example, he said he has friends all different ages. That's yeah. so gross. He was trying yeah, to. that's nasty. He was grooming. Like, yeah. how do you think some of your, like, 25-year-old friends are going to di- feel about this? <laughs> feel about your new 13-year-old girlfriend? Oh, like, it's cool, imagine? right, guys? Yeah. We all have all different friends. No, it's not cool, Roman Polanski. Get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of here. Uh, Horrible. You're absolutely not invited over anymore yeah. to um, our clam bakes. Yeah, dude, we're calling the cops. She says, <laughs> but six years is just too big a difference between us. For example, I can't go to homecoming weekend. My parents wouldn't let me. Besides, I'd feel out of place with all those college students. Like, yeah, you're oh my 13. God. Meanwhile, st- uh, what is, did really have college homecomings? Is that a thing? Mm. I thought it was just a game. I think it's just it, a game, I don't think right? there's a dance. I think there's a dance. Uh, maybe but maybe you know, maybe I don't know how race. New England works. <laughs> no idea. Maybe Georgia has been held back and he's not ready to say it yet. Maybe mm. he's just like I just want to find somebody I can trust. Like a nice sixteen-year-old. He's like, "There's a clam bake and um a dance." Listen, this mentally, I'm time. also sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time, Giorgio's actually also been thirteen. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that would really be the real super that mystery. Would be amazing, that is super mystery, but also a, a bad message, right? Where it's like, well, if a guy tells you he's nineteen, yeah, he's actually thirteen. <laughs> uh, but she finishes it with maybe when we're both older six years won't seem such a big deal meanwhile i hope i can be one of your friends who happens to be a girl please write again soon claudia <laughs> Ugh. god disgusting it's so weird and then he became the star of 13 reasons why <laughs> um <laughs> wow guys yeah we did it b we covered S- the book yep. c Oh, yeah. and the, the Coopers just take off before anyone can catch them and they go. But oh, and they're Martha's actually like the kind rent. of there anyway, because like one of them like sees Martha. I think it's Margaret. Claudia. Margaret. I'm sorry, Margaret. So Claudia from the Ferris wheel is like, uh, is that fucking Margaret? And then like George is like, like, yeah, oh, but like, let's talk about her future. And then <laughs> she gets distracted and she's like, I thought they left. And then they were like, maybe the mystery's not over after all. And I was Trying like, to I don't it. care. Yeah. yeah. But then they run home to the Menderses and they're like, we think we saw Margaret. And they're like, don't worry. We already phoned Scotland and they're there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you okay. really? So but also they were trying jail. to say they might have been ghosts. 
No, they're just trying to say we couldn't catch them and we don't feel like exploring it, but like maybe we'll return to it another time. Y'all might have to come back to read. Yeah, Yeah. because they end it by saying like, well, I guess this isn't the end of the story. Great. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, All right. Well, good luck, uh, Menderson kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, best of luck now that we've anchored you to this town with yeah. jobs. <laughs> uh, well, what a book. Yeah, I think that's probably it. That's it, man. Doing a quick check, see if there's anything we didn't cover. Yeah, let me see. Oh, yeah, Giorgio squeezes Claudia's hand and gives her a kiss. Oh, they all wear some dead ladies' cheek. dresses at the, yeah. at the... Oh, yeah, and then Claudia goes up to the widow's walk and she's like, hi, guys. And they're like, hi, ghost Claudia. I was like, get and She's like, I'm there. sorry I scared you guys walking on the windows walk. Um, anything else? Wait, no. it was Claudia? Claudia was the one in the white dress. Not like the whole time. She just oh. like did it at the she end. She did like, it. Ha, like, funny joke. So they did their float was a widow's walk float. That's kind of. So kinda... she walked on the widow's walk. Mm, it's kind of brilliant. In her dress. And then Giorgio had a boner the whole time. Well, I learned something about myself mm-hmm. reading this book. I don't like being trapped in small spaces <laughs> mentally. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to read any more of these books anymore. <laughs> but uh, kids should still learn cursive. Yeah. It's too bad. A couple of them, very good penmanship. Yes. Uh, Christy. Mallory had some good penmanship. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you are yeah. 11 and you have better writing than anybody. Jesse quite good as well. Yeah, Jesse's, Jesse's very amazing. good. Jesse's yeah. right, beautiful. I don't care anything about anything that happens to her, but still. No. Yeah. And they wow. are in the intensive care ward after running themselves ragged yes. all summer. Yes. Also, we never get to find out anything about that actor, that B- B-list oh, actor. Yeah. Oh, What's his story? Godspeed. I don't know. So that was Babysitter's Club, Super Mystery Number One, The Babysitter's Haunted House. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming yeah. and doing Oh my the God. Show. Thank you for so having me. Fun. What a delight. It was a delight. It was a delight. From start to finish. Do you have anything you want to plug? Ooh. I'm going to go watch my boyfriend play jazz music. Nice. nice. At the Blue Whale. Everybody join last Everybody week. come <laughs> back in time and see some music that sounds like having a stomach ache. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will be appearing on Treks in the City for the foreseeable future. <laughs> it's still only in season two. Oh, that's good. Congrats. So please turn into my podcast. Turn into it. <laughs> Just take please a hard turn right turn. Check the next <laughs> turn up for it. It's on Forever Dog. Um, and I perform in Los Angeles uh, quite often. And I perform out of state at, your, at a college near you. That you're maybe attending. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll be at Laramie University next week. But I don't know if when this comes out. And also... Um, it will be coming out the next week. 25th. Also, I don't know the name of the university. Cause Great. That's so the if last you're in time. college, check your schedule. If you're in college, yeah. I want you to tune into my podcast. Because also, I know you're studying, but it's yes. a good reprieve. And keep an oh. eye out for Giorgio. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And you know a Giorgio. He's still at large. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably pretty upset right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you Thank guys you. so much for tuning in. Um, Next week we are reading "Spring Break" by Barbara Steiner. Woo, spring Break. Um, it is. Here's the plot of Spring Break. Uh, Angie is looking forward to the perfect spring holiday with her four best friends. It's basically the exact same plot of this book that we just read, actually, <laughs> but uh, like a little older. But like older, and actually, they are do not go about solving the mystery in any kind of intelligent way. Like, 
having read Spring Break already and then this book, I was like, wow, these 13-year-olds are on it. Um, <laughs> they are competent. Da, da, da. The only problem is all the cabins, shacks, and motels in the village are full, except one. Jameson Place sits dark and mysterious oh. on the edge of the cliff, dur- oh. nursing a sinister past. <gasps> when the unsuspecting five awaken the sleeping evil, there are deadly the consequences. Sleeping evil. <laughs> one by one, Angie's friends go missing, and somewhere lurking in the shadows, someone or something is awaiting the next victim. Nice. Uh, Sick. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ooh, guys, it's been a pleasure. Oh. It was so fun having you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing the show. Mm-hmm. I'll go to sleep. All right. If and we can. If we're not oh, scared. Riddled Spooky. with fright. Mm-hmm. Um, We also provide some lovely Patreon content. If you guys are feeling so inclined, you can check us out at patreon.com slash teen creeps. And also, if you're feeling so inclined, leave us a lovely review if you want to on Apple Podcasts, because that really does help. Mm-hmm. Um, Got anything else we got to say? Nah. You guys get it. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.